Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode eight of the Profit and Loss podcast presented by Pathstone Enterprise Center. I'm Adam Tidrow, and with me as always, well, except for last week when we were both out, uh, with me again <laughs> is uh, my partner in crime, Jahida Zapata. Jahida, say hi to the people. Hey, folks. Glad to be back. I hope everyone's doing well. I'm, I'm glad to have you back. I mean, last week, I just... Uh, I rambled for like 18 minutes, so uh, I'm sure everybody's glad to have you back. Um, but uh, I know this week we are we're excited to talk to you guys, and uh, this week we're really just kind of kind of make a pitch for small businesses and why you should um, really spend as much of your holiday budget uh, uh, with small businesses as you can because this year has been. Uh, just a, um, man, what words am I allowed to use in the podcast without getting that, uh, explicit warning? <laughs> um, this year has just been, uh, uh, a, a, a crazy nice. year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not nice. There's just been a, a lot left in the wake of this pandemic and, um, you know, the, the business owners who have been able to, to weather the storm and weather the shutdowns and in the, you know, lockdowns and all that, um, any way we can support them, we should be. And whether that's with the, the money you, you're spending for gifts and presents this year or on decorations or your food budget for, for holiday meals or, or even just, just your meals that you're eating um, at home around the holiday time, any money you can give to small and local businesses is uh, is going to help them uh, stay afloat. And, and Jahida, I know you had some specific things you wanted to talk about and you know how to kind of advocate for small businesses during this time and so i'm going to kind of i i talked for 18 minutes last week so i'm going to let people hear <laughs> hear hear a better voice and uh, a smarter person so i'm going to let you go <laughs> well thank you for that um yeah guys so small businesses that's obviously what we're all about uh both of us are small business owners as well um so not only you know, are we, are we working at this uh, in our day job, so to speak? Um, we truly are living, you know, a similar a similar case as as a lot of the people we deal with, right? So um, I will say, for myself personally, I was aware of shopping small um, prior to COVID, but I guess it didn't, you know. It, it wasn't like my, the first thing in mind when I would go shopping, right? Usually it's convenience. How can I get this done as quick as possible? Um, because, you know, I, I only have but so much time. Um, and I, you know, it makes me think now of, of a good friend of mine, you know, if I would buy a book on Amazon, she'd like, you know, hound me about it. She, she'd be like, no, you know, like there's like, um, you know, talking books or, or talking leaves. I can't remember the name of the bookstore, but you know, there's a ton of local, you know, amazing bookstores and, you know, the customer service is great. If they don't have something, they, a lot of times they'll order it for you. And it really wasn't till COVID hit that, I really kind of started taking that much more into, into account whenever I was, you know, using my money. Um, 
why? Because especially Buffalo, I think we're a neighborhood of small businesses. Like you want to go to a mom and pop shop because you get that personalization, right? You, you get to know the owners, you get to know their staff, you, it's like you become part of the family. And so what would we be without that? Right. Um, uh, for food, right? I I know I've mentioned this before, guys, but I love to eat. Do not be uh do not be how should I say? Um don't be fooled by the small frame. I can eat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um you know again this was a perfect time to to try out new places and obviously you know we can't we can't eat in um but DoorDash and Grubhub and all those lovely services have definitely taken a chunk of my money because I'm not really looking to cook every single day. Um, so <laughs> whether that's good or not uh, for me, I think it, it at some point event it it, um, it benefits the small businesses. So you know now now's a good time try try some new things out. You know we have the holidays coming up, and uh, again, I think I will put that that disclaimer out of. If you are in person shopping, please be safe. Please make sure yes. to wear your mask. Please wash your hands. Please social distance. Uh, unfortunately, we have lost a lot of people this year due to COVID, and we don't want to lose anymore. So just be mindful when you're out there. Um, yeah. But yeah, those are. I think those are a couple things that I've just kind of kept um, at top of mind. Um, when spending money, you know, not to say that if you go somewhere like a, a large chain, not to say like, oh no, you know, you're doing the worst. Um, but, uh, I just think if there's a way that you can maybe spend it at a local small business, I just think it's like, it gives you that warm, fuzzy feeling inside. Um, so, and who doesn't want that? <laughs> it, you know, not to kind of uh nerd it up here but nerd it um, up go ahead <laughs> you know the way to keep more money local is to spend more money locally yeah. and um you know when we buy when we buy something from a big box retailer which i i shop at big box stores i mm-hmm. you know all the time um but when we shop at a big box retailer the money that stays in this community is typically just um through the salaries of the individuals who are working there. Right. And, you know, the rest of the money gets sent up to, you know, maybe it's Minneapolis or Seattle or mm-hmm. New York or uh, Little Rock. But when you spend money with a local shop, that money stays local. Mm-hmm. All that money stays here. And the more um, kind of comprehensive and, uh, interconnected network of businesses we can we can create here, uh, the stronger a local economy will be. Whether that's you know whether you're in, listening in Buffalo or Rochester or um, you know even uh, somewhere in Pennsylvania or, or or a small town in Indiana or Ohio, mm-hmm. wherever you're listening, if you can spend your money locally, you're going to stimulate your local economy mm-hmm. and you're going to stimulate it for for a long time because. And economic development experts know this, that that retail stores that come in from out of town don't really create economic development. They don't create wealth for the community. They create wealth for that organization. Right. Well, 
when that organization, when that company is not owned by local people, that means the wealth is being created somewhere else. Right. But if you can shop where, if we, if you can shop at a store that is owned by somebody locally, that increases the wealth of the of the uh, community. So, mm-hmm. you know, shop. It's you know, we all know that we have a, a certain amount of money that has to be spent every month. Spend as much of that, you know, locally as you can. And, you know, like we've we've talked about, there's a lot of ways to support local. That doesn't mean, uh, you know, I think a lot of people think that shopping local means I'm going to have to spend more money on on a on a book. Mm-hmm. You know, it's I, I can go to Amazon or go to Target and get the same book for, you know, five dollars less or ten dollars less. But, you know, and maybe that's what you have to do for your budget. Mm-hmm. And I've. I've been there, Jihad, I'm sure you've been there. I mm-hmm. think we've all been in that place where it's like, oh man, I have to save mm-hmm. five bucks because that's that goes to my grocery bill this month right. or whatever. So um especially now with everybody, you know, we have we have a ton of people who are either out of work, so they're either underemployed or unemployed. Right. And you know, they, they don't have the income that they they expect, they don't have the income they need. And so every dollar matters but you can still find places um i know that um you know there are certain grocery stores um even like uh local grocery stores that that cater to a a specific uh region or a specific uh cuisine Mm -hmm. you know different you know there's asian grocery stores and yeah i mean those kind of places Hey, if you if you need to pick up something that that fits in that cuisine, you know, if you need to go to 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 another uh, a larger grocery store and get most of your groceries, maybe stop up stop off on the way home and spend twenty or thirty dollars or even ten dollars mm-hmm. at one of these local places because every sale to them matters. Right. You know, every single dollar. That's um, a that's a great point. Um, that reminded me, you know, when I was a kid, I grew up on the west side of Buffalo. And, you know, there was this little hole in the wall grocery store where literally, you know, only one person could kind of fit down the aisle unless you guys were like really close (laughs) invading each other's personal space as you kind of walked by. Um, But it was Pelicanos and it was on Massachusetts and I think West. but I remember specifically, like, we would always go there because, you know, being Latina, there, you know, some of these larger chain um, grocery stores just don't carry specific items to, like, your traditional dishes, right? So, you know, for the holidays, we would go there, and sometimes they would sell pasteles, which is amazing, Um and, you know, that that's essentially one of the places where you could get that. Like, you couldn't go to, like, Wegmans to get that. Like, I can barely find some things at the Wegmans where I'm located now. Because, again, you know, the area I live in isn't necessarily the same area I grew up in. So um, that's, I think, definitely one of the benefits of going to some of these smaller shops, um, you know, to make sofrito, which is kind of like our base um seasoning uh there are certain herbs that you have to use that you can't find in some of these larger chains and like i called my mom the other day i'm like hey can you send me some of this stuff 
because I can't find it here. You know what I mean? And, and, and again, it's the large ones, but if you go to a lot of these smaller shops, they're, you know, again, they're part of that community. They know what you're looking for. And a lot of times they can tell you where to go, even if they don't actually have that product. Um, So it's that, that, that resource, that source of trust um, that I think you gain with going to some of these smaller shops. Absolutely. I, I agree. I've had similar experiences. We should do just a whole series on grocery stores. uh, (laughs) But I, you know, we had a, you know, back where I'm from, I'm from Indiana. There's a, a small town in Indiana and there's a local, really a local like butcher slash grocery store, Mm. you know, kind of a hole in the wall place. And um, I remember vividly growing up and my parents, we'd go grocery shopping. We'd be in, you know, the big box store for two hours. And then we'd go on the way home. We'd stop and buy the meat that we wanted from Mm -hmm. this butcher. Mm -hmm. And, and I remember, you know, going into college and then right after college, I'd buy my meat from these big box stores. I'm like, this tastes different. And my mom's like, yeah, you're not used to kind of this, this mass produced stuff. You're used to this stuff that kind of came from your backyard. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that's, it's so different. And even, you know, speaking of food, maybe it's just because it's almost lunchtime. But (laughs) um, I, I think, I think eating local is so, um, it's just important. Mm -hmm. And it's, I mean, God knows that I, I love a, a good, you know, chain restaurant. I went to one last <laughs> night, you know, I curbside or picked up, you know, something last night. And, mm-hmm. but it's my favorite restaurants have one location. Right. You know, I, and I have restaurants all across, you know, the Midwest and, and now the, you know, parts of the Northeast, even it's mm-hmm. like all those, all of my favorites are one singular location, locally owned, family owned and operated. And it's like, you know, 60%, 70% the food, but also it's like there's a different atmosphere, right. there's connection, mm-hmm. you know that they are part of your community. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I think people sometimes overlook or don't understand maybe the impact that small businesses, individual small businesses have on our our economy and our schools. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even just from a, a standpoint of kind of, of, of charity and of yeah. sponsorship and you know, if you go to a, a Little League Diamond or to a um, a youth soccer field or even, you know, Girl Scouts, Boy Scouts, um, you know, all, all those different organizations, the sponsors are always, you know, mom and pop's pizza shop or, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Diana's embroidery or, you know, it's it's these, these places that are, are writing, you know, $1,000 or $1,500 checks every year to different organizations to support them mm-hmm. and you know and, and yeah there's a little bit of marketing or promotion that they get from that but it's if they didn't want to support the community they wouldn't be doing that so yeah. i think it's it's our turn to to kind of step up and do what we can for them mm-hmm. and say hey and, and we're not doing it just out of altruism and being like i'm i'm going to help a small business today right it's i think it's more you know what if we don't come by from you today, you may not be here tomorrow. Yeah. You know, this is, we should be supporting a small business. Um, if, 
what I said this to somebody the other day. They said, I don't, I don't like this small business. I don't want to buy what they have to offer, but I feel bad if I don't go there. Mm-hmm. And I said, you only have to shop for the businesses that have earned your business. Right. Whether that means they're selling something you want to buy or if they, they have a mission you want to support or, you know, whatever. So mm-hmm. go to the businesses that make sense for you. Mm-hmm. And you know, just like we've said, it, even if they're not the primary source of, of your goods and services, supplement them. Mm-hmm. You know, use them or use them as a supplement. Use them as, you know, okay, I'm going to go to Wegmans to buy my, um, you know, 80% of my groceries. But then I'm going to stop off at my local butcher or mm-hmm. my local, uh, you know, uh, this other uh, grocery store that maybe sells um, these things that, that, I, that I prefer. I prefer this brand or whatever. Mm-hmm. So um, I think I think that's important. Yeah, I mean, and and kind of back to to your point, Adam, like just imagine where our community can go if we really supported local businesses, right? So supporting local businesses means, you know, if you have uh, young children, they may at some point want to work in that local business, like that may be their first job, right? And when you think about raising children you want them to be you know great citizens and you know like really just do well and how ideal would it be to you know to maybe work at the butcher shop or or work at the you know the bookstore or you know things like that again it's 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 family and I I think you know especially this year um you know, that's a, that's definitely a a, a thought that's, that's out there, right? How important is family to you, right? And when I say family, it doesn't just mean blood relatives. It means the friends that you've decided to take on as your family. Um, Yeah, I think it's, I think it's super important. And Buffalo is known, I will say, for people moving away and then coming back. So um, that's, I feel like that says something about this city, right? And so, you know, what better way to kind of support this city and maybe, you know, get those people that are, that are moving away, like, you know, give them a reason to stay. Yeah. I mean, I I grew up in a town of 2000 people and you know, I graduated with a hundred and eight or hundred and nine other people from in, in high school. Mm-hmm. And when I came to Buffalo, you know, Buffalo is about a quarter of a million people. And several people within the first just few weeks of me being here said, Buffalo is basically just a small town. It's just a bigger, small town. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really believe that until really we got into quarantine. And right. I'm like, this is really small. you know there's there's a lot of uh, you know everybody knows everybody Mm -hmm. um you know even if it's just within neighborhoods Mm -hmm. it's just this collection of neighborhoods Mm -hmm. you know and um it's it's been interesting to uh to see what small businesses are supported and how and i think we often forget that that there are small businesses outside of just retail institutions. Mm-hmm. And I know that's what we're talking about that today, of course, because we're talking about holiday spending and things like that. But um, did you know that like 
the number one, the, the biggest day for plumbers is like the day after Thanksgiving or like the Monday after Thanksgiving. <laughs> something like that. I didn't realize, I didn't know that. Um, but, you know, I, somebody was telling me that the other day. I was like, really? Like, that's the, yeah, like that's when the, that's when plumbers get the most calls. Um, and, and we'll just kind of leave that there, like the, the reasons and everything. Why? But it's, it, it makes me think like those guys, you know, I know like the day after Thanksgiving, I am a vegetable. I just don't move. I just <laughs> lay on the couch and I do my best impression of a potato all day. Mm-hmm. And um, basically because I am about 30% potato the day after Thanksgiving, because I've eaten so many, but you know, the, those those men and women who are out there, you know, they don't take that time off. They get those calls and they're going to go and, mm-hmm. but they're small business owners and they're, right. you know, they're earning a living for them and their families and their employees. And, yeah. you know, so whether it's, it's plumbers or even your doctor or your, your insurance, aid, yeah, your accountants, your bookkeepers, like there are a ton of small businesses. Um, yeah. Yeah. Out there. You're, it, you're and if, right. What we're doing is we're putting together a directory, um, of small businesses who we work with, um, in, in any capacity. So if, if, uh, if anybody out there, and this is kind of a a pitch here, if anybody out there is looking for an insurance agent or uh, a web developer or a, um, even a a doctor or plumber, whatever, if you guys want to, if you guys need help finding something, helping, helping, if you guys need help finding a, a small business to, to serve you or to buy from, let us know. We'll hook you up. Um, yeah. We have bookstores that we know. We have uh, bakeries that we know and sweet mm-hmm. shops and restaurants and all that. So as you go through your, your holiday and even the, the first of the year here, uh, let us know. and We'll get you in touch with, with the right people. But, um, you know, that's we're at a, a little over the 20-minute mark here. Um, so uh, we can probably start going – we can probably start wrapping up here, but I want to give Jahida another – a chance to, to say anything she didn't get to say because I know we've got a, a couple plugs we need to make here but Jahida is there anything else you wanted to to add to um, our our uh, sales pitch of small business yeah um, no not I don't think anything that I've I've already said you know just reiterate um, you know kind of like what Adam said just because we're saying small business doesn't mean that if it doesn't serve your purpose that you have to go and spend your money no um look into the businesses that that fill your need right um you may end up finding out that you actually like shopping with them more than shopping at bigger chains um so you know I just I'm always about trying to keep an open mind um and I think it's it's definitely a great opportunity to see what else is out there in the city, um, because I know a lot of people, myself included, sometimes we get stuck in this kind of routine. Um, you take the same street, you know, the same like route to work back home. Um, you go to the same kind of, you know, grocery store um, and there's just a ton of this, you know, city the people included that you're not exposed to. Um, and so, you know, take a trip one day, just see, you know, try something new out. Uh, but please, 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 please 
social distance, wash your hands, wear your mask, be safe. We, yeah. we want to see you in the next year. So um, yeah. everyone needs to be mindful and, and respectful of, you know, people's, people's health. You, you never know what someone else may be dealing with. So, you know, we don't want to just be out there lollygagging, you know, like there's, there isn't a pandemic happening. Um, right. So yeah, those are kind of like my last words of wisdom. <laughs> so to yeah, that's, you know, there are plenty of businesses out there who are making accommodations for, um, you know, because of the pandemic, whether they're right. l- limiting the audiences within their store or if they're doing, doing curbside pickup, or I know that there's, there are businesses who you can call and, you know, place your order over the phone and then go pick it up, whether it's, right. mm-hmm. you know, books or groceries or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, make sure, you know, one thing I think we should do is, is thank small businesses and those who work in them and, and operate them. Um, they are, they're not only operating the business, they're also trying to keep it open. Yeah. So um, a, it, it's amazing how, how much a simple thank you can mean to somebody. Mm-hmm. So um, that's, I, I say, uh, I always tell my, my delivery drivers when they come in, whether it's Amazon or UPS, or let's be honest, it's uh, Grubhub or uh, DoorDash, <laughs> which I've been doing a lot less of lately, but anytime they come, they deliver stuff, I always tell them to, hey, thanks and be safe. Mm-hmm. And um, every now and then they'll kind of stop and go, what'd you say? <laughs> right. I'm like, hey, be safe. I'm like, oh, well, thanks. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I get to kind of stay in one, you know, one or two places most of the time, and mm-hmm. um, I don't have to wear my mask because I'm inside around one other person. So yeah, um, yeah. But yeah Man- just... Manners are very underestimated. Um, yes. Yeah. So please and thank you. We learned this when we're young, hopefully. <laughs> um, please continue it as you're an adult. Um, they are, they're beautiful. They're, they don't cost you any money. Um, yes. And they can make a world of difference in someone else's life. Be the, I, I used to get told, be the person your mom thinks you are. <laughs> so that's just be a nice, polite young boy or young lady. And uh, that's, but um so uh, a couple things, a couple uh, producers notes here as we end the show. Um, we have two more podcasts coming out this year before the two more episodes before the end of the year. We'll have one uh, next Wednesday and then one on the 30th. That'll kind of end our year. And then we won't be back until mid or late January, but we'll be back with some interviews. We've got uh, some new folks that we want to interview uh, as well as our new executive director. And we want to uh, welcome him and interview Javier and have him come in and uh, kind of talk about his experience and what he hopes to, uh, what kind of uh, change and leadership he's going to bring to, to Pasadena Enterprise Center uh, over the next uh, several years here. But, um, and we have our Beyond Profit program. Uh, that cohort is starting in February. So you guys can sign up for that if you have started a nonprofit or if you'd like to start a nonprofit. Um, it's a six week, 12 class course. It's free. Uh, there is uh, promotional material and marketing material, uh, in your inbox or on our Facebook. You can, you can check out, or even on our websites at, uh, bizupbuffalo.org and at 
theenterprisecenter.org. You can check us out there and register for those. Uh, we have some more stuff coming up in 2021, but uh, kind of a, uh, a pretty uh, focused slate here over the next uh, four, four to six weeks. But um, yeah, I think, I think that's going to do it for us today. Jahida, it's wonderful to have you back. Wonderful to hear your voice. Thank you. Thank you. I'm happy to be back and I'm happy to, uh, to hear your voice as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, thank you. We will, uh, we'll wrap it up there, guys. We will see you next Wednesday for episode nine and then the final uh, episode of the season one of the Profit and Loss podcast comes out on the 30th. Thanks so much for listening, guys. All right. Take care, guys.